<clears throat> we here at Andy Kershaw Place Some Bloody Great Records are delighted to have Songlines as the media partner of this podcast. Songlines is the only magazine which covers virtually all the music you're hearing here. It's been going for more than 20 years, and each issue comes with a cover mount CD, featuring tracks from the best new album releases, also available as a download. To find out more, visit songlines.co.uk and to claim a 20% discount, quote Kershaw when ordering a subscription, which I heartily recommend you do. And now, over to me.
His life shows when he first came to the UK in the late 1980s were just extraordinary. One of those guitarists who could play anything off the top of his head or anything for which members of the audience, usually me, shouted for. And like Dale Watson, Bruce Springsteen or Willie Nelson, he'd just play all night if he could and he clearly loved what he did. Sleepy Beef, it was, we heard a couple of pieces from him there. First, Worried Man Blues, popularised by the Carter family, and then a medley he called Just Picking. And one tune in that medley was also a Carter family song, Wildwood Flower. And they were from Sleepy Beef's 1987 LP for Rounder Records, recorded live at Harpers Ferry, Alston, Massachusetts, and the album was called Nothing But The Truth. Dissidenten from West Berlin, as it then was, were first collaborating with Moroccan trio Lem Chaheb. Fata Morgana, the song, a reliable dance floor shaker at any of my live DJ gigs, and that comes from an album they recorded together in Morocco in 1982, and that was Sahara Electric, the LP, and it was released in the UK by Globe Style Records. They were among the earliest pioneers, Dissidenten, of musical and multicultural collaborations, and I'm very pleased to tell you, they're still going. Hiya, you're listening to Radio Kershaw. Live music today, down in the kitchen, from a quartet from the Tyne Valley, who came to our attention recently with their project and download album, which celebrates heroines and other remarkable women of the North East. Where the Lasses was the name of the project. We'll hear from them in just a minute, and while they're setting up, this... Dame diecisiete vela mayembe Pa cambio si le chango Dame un cabo de tabaco mayembe Y un jarrito de aguardiente Dame un poco de dinero mayembe Pa' que me dé la suerte El V chango Ae El V ochun Ae El V agayun Ae Que venga paloma yombe Tata cuñengue Yey Tata cuñengue Calunga Yala babalao Mosi zole tatu ya Chayo que eran gay, 
Ngamwana batura komire lomo umbu ya borigo Nagwanya regna mkwamputa nga amore au Mono kikwena dia kako, mono kisompa dia kako Mama yo, petizele wa sengele zambeo Angana bangi na angamambu, mundibu na tika na mputu Mama yo, ye mundibu wa sengele zambeo
Of a more recent period, we just heard Trio Ball performing their Année 59, the year 1959, and that was when it was originally recorded and released for the Ungoma label in Leopoldville, as Kinshasa was then called in colonial days, and Zaire was still the Belgian Congo. That and many other very early Congolese recordings are collected together on a fabulous CD from Gunter Gretz's popular African music label in Germany. It's called Ngoma, the early years, 1948 to 1960. And as with everything that Gunter does, it's meticulously and beautifully put together. Ricardo Lemvo and Makinaloka were first there, bringing together Cuban salsa and Congolese sukus, drafting in the jaw-dropping Zairean guitarist Siren and Benza to play a lead on that track, which was Prima Donna. And it's from Ricardo Lemvo's album, Tata Masamba. Right, down in the kitchen, gathered around the table, and that's what kitchens are for. Social music. How are the lasses?
from the walls in her sky You learned constellations till scholarship moved you away Then you started in London with inventions and numbers Knowing the shape of the earth was the key to the change Then the books that you wrote and the studies you guided With confident accuracy Met that those on the ocean know their position With latitude, longitude measured like they'd never be
Bronwyn Davis-Jones on the lead vocals, her dad Gareth Davis-Jones on the guitar and backing vocals, Annie Ball on the accordion and backing vocals, and Katie Turtell on the cello. Have you got yourselves a group name yet? We can't go through this every time, can we? We were just talking about this in the car, actually. Go on. <laughs> we are Hoey the Lasses. Ah. <laughs> Which is also the name of our album. It's a great yeah. branding method, because it's the name of our album, it's the name of one of our songs, and it's the name of the group, so hard to forget. At last, because every time I played one of your, your songs on the program, oh bloody hell, here we go again. I've, I've got to run through this list of names. It's like the original cast of Mamma Mia. <laughs> Very good. Away the Lasses, live in Kershaw's Kitchen. And Bronwyn, what was that first number? Uh, it was Janet Taylor. Um, so she's she's a wonderful character and person we've we've discovered. Um, she was from Walsingham in Durham, um, and she was basically the first woman to patent a navigational instrument um, oh. that saved countless lives at sea. What was so, it? So uh, it was called the Mariner's Compass, and uh, she came to invent it when she realised that the world was spheroidal, not spherical, which is kind of like a bit flatter. Well, not flat, obviously, but not a bit, bit flatter. Yeah, not flatter. Spheroidal, yes. She wasn't one of them. Yeah, no, she wasn't. Um, and when was so, this? Um, when about? Well, it was it was the middle of the the nineteenth century. She was she was born in eighteen o four. Right. Um, and yeah. uh, she did most of her work when she was sort of in her twenties and thirties. She actually opened a navigational school in London. Mm. Um, and she was teaching mariners navigation and the Admiralty actually kind of authorised what she did although they didn't sort of formally recognise her but uh, mm. she broke lots of barriers and was breaking up through that glass. And very unusual for a woman very to unusual at make that, time. that kind of achievement mm -hmm. in that those days. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had someone at one of the gigs who went to that school in London. Really? Yeah, in one of the highlights gigs. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a gentleman, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. who'd been who to went the, to her school, the yeah. school that was named after her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, However the Lasses is now the name of the group, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> but the name arose because you made an album and wrote many of the songs for this collection. Mm -hmm. And they're all songs about heroic women of the North East, the woman of the first song being one of them. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, we got some uh, funding from the Community Foundation at the beginning of last year to start researching these women. And I have to say, it was amazing what we uncovered. There's far more women we, we researched that we didn't get a chance to write about yet. Yeah. Yet, yet. <laughs> yes. in the operative work. Um, so this is just a you know small selection of some of the incredible people who inspired us so far. Right, um, I think we saw in, in, in the sort of written tradition there are sort of books and articles and things that sort of talk about some of these women's some of these women's stories, but in the sort of storytelling song tradition there are hardly any. Right. And that's what really struck us, I think. So you so had to write your own. Yeah, so we, we, yeah. we decided we would, we would start making original songs about their stories and their lives and see if we can raise awareness a little bit. But just, yeah, the, the, the stories are just great. They're wonderful stories, so that's mm -hmm. why we're living town. Well, we're going to hear a few of them today. Well, can I say thank you very much for coming over, <laughs> all the way from... Where, where exactly are you based? We're all based in the Tyne Valley, uh, um, Northumberland, Gateshead, Newcastle. Right. Uh, we all stretch <laughs> each, each <laughs> borough. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming all this way to do as a kitchen session. Is the album, Where the Lass is, now available as a physical CD? Because when I first came across it, it, it was just a, a download. It, no. we, well, we've experimented, haven't we, this, this year, um, through, I suppose, personal research of how CD sales are, are going um, and 
you know, impact of making more plastic that that maybe not not get sold or used or, mm. um, and we yeah, it's a bit of a we took a bit of a risk because not everybody was receptive to it only being um, a downloadable album, but we made an album companion so that people wouldn't miss out on having something physical in their hands while they listen to the music. For example, the lyrics. So it's like a booklet as well. Yeah, yeah. the stories behind each character and the story behind how we got together to, to do the project and also pictures and maps and mm. just the, the whole background uh, that, that people can have. Yeah, when and Annie's been very humble actually yeah. because she spent an awful lot of time doing the design for yeah. it, so love, yes. love and care and mm -hmm. he and the little knights has gone into yeah. the design yeah. of that album yeah. well, I'd, I'd love to see one. <laughs> We've got one for you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yes. Well, what I'll do then from the downloads is I'll also burn my own CD because I, 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 I like a CD. I've got one or two of them upstairs. I'll, I'll, I'll show you a bit later. <laughs> what are we having next then? So next, well, we talked about her a little bit before we started here. We're going to do a song about Fiona Hill. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Great woman. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you a bit about her? Of course. I mean, yeah. I know you know all about her, but for our listeners. Many listeners, many not. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Fiona Hill... Um, uh, works for the Brookings Institution in Washington, D.C., which is where I'm from originally. Uh, but she grew up in Bishop Auckland up in the Northeast, and she was uh, a daughter of a coal miner. Basically, she's written this fantastic book called uh, There's Nothing For You Here that talks about her journey from the Northeast of England to become a person of huge importance and influence. And in, the, in, in the Trump administration? Yes, well, she, I think, really... Um, I mean, that's why everyone knows her, but she's done so many important things um, just in terms of policy, foreign yeah. foreign policy and she's a She's a Russian specialist. She's a Russian yeah. specialist, and she wrote the book on Putin. Um, she really uh, understands these sensitive relationships between um, all the di different international governments. And yeah, just a fascinating woman. Really, really brilliant. I was lucky to meet her. Wow. Last month in January, yes. She took me to lunch. It was funny because we went to an Irish pub in DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, she get, and, and she gave uh, evidence, didn't she, in, in one of the hearings before she did. She Congress? Did. That's right. She? She, she testified in the first Trump impeachment trial, and it was before the Ukraine war. We actually wrote this song. We, we decided to write about her right when the war in Ukraine broke out. Yeah. But. Uh, she basically understood the sensitive situation of um, the, the pressure Zelensky was under. He really needed support from the U.S. and from the West to protect Ukraine from Russia. And uh, she understood this long before the general public did. Um, but basically, she, she testified on the, the blackmail that happened in, in that Trump administration uh, towards Zelensky and the Ukraine government. So she was really a canary in the coal mine, actually, for, for what was to happen. Sorry, Bertie needs to come back in now. Come on. No, don't just stand there barking. Come in. Good boy. Good boy. And this is a song you wrote about Fiona Hill. Uh, we, yes, here. Because she came, she came from very humble, very poor uh, origins, didn't she? She did, yes. Yes, she was a... Like I said, she was the daughter of a coal miner. Her mom was actually a nurse before she had children, and... Um, they, uh, luckily her, her family really valued education. Yeah. And she did a lot of study on her own, was clearly very bright from a young age. 
Um, but she, she talks, her book's fascinating. She talks a lot about how um, she was stereotyped because of her northern accent. Mm. Um, but she still has it, <laughs> even <laughs> though she's lived in the U.S. for decades. Uh, so just an incredible, yeah, very, very inspiring woman. Well, I'm very envious you've had lunch with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Let's have the song.
from the coal house to the white house. Fiona Hill, the miner's daughter, came from nothing your father told you. There is nothing for you. National Security Advisor You walked the White House corridors Rubbing shoulders with world leaders Did you think you'd end up here? Sitting with the likes of Europe's woes gained your attention Saw the danger for Zelensky We testified to make that clear From the coal house to the White House Fiona Hill, the miner's daughter, came from nothing your father told you. There is nothing for you. From early days in the northeast of England, hard knock streets to Capitol Hill, your future lay across the ocean. You find your place in Washington, for there was nothing. Wow, very good. There aren't many other folk songs I can think of which include the words National Security <laughs> Advisor. Yeah, that was an achievement. Right? Yeah. We had the shoehorn that one in. When you met Fiona Hill, had uh, she heard the song? She has, yeah. Wow, yeah. does she like it? I think so, you know, she's kind of holds her cards close to her chest. Right. But uh, I think, I think she's not a very, you know, this is the most dramatic and most serious, I think, of all of the songs in the set. And she's such a like light and warm-hearted person to meet her, even though she's serious and she's, oh, yeah. she really uh, knows her stuff. But she's a very warm person, I guess. So the song is not really um, 
it's not really an expression of her personality, it's more an expression of what she's done. Achievements. Which is very yeah. important. So. Very good. Yeah. What we have in next? Yeah, well, I was trying to think back actually to um, where I got this idea from, and I think it might have stemmed from a village breakfast where Richard Dawson, he, he's moved into our village, the musician. And I was saying, oh, we told him about the project, and he said, oh, have you heard about the, the female muffin man? And so I went off and did a bit of research, and the Tyne and Weir archives um, found a broadsheet, um, which is like a, an, an old-fashioned newspaper. Sure. And this story was printed on it, with, without much information, no, no specifics, no names, but in the early 1800s, a story about a woman who um, was from, I think her father was working class but had worked his way up, he was a, a merchant, owned a few ships and wanted her then to marry, uh, you know, into title and then she would be, she would be set. But he, she had other ideas, you see, and so to avoid uh, that plan and follow her heart's desire, she lived as a man um, for many years and to, yeah, to avoid, to avoid that she ran away. And she sold, you know, to, to fund herself, she sold muffins. <laughs> she was a muffin man, the female muffin man. <laughs> Miss Emily was a fine young lady in the time of men. Her father's self-made fortune gave her the best of money could buy. He determined she would marry into title and to wealth. But her heart belonged to Captain John of the Star of Whitley Bay. Emily, oh, you've got all the female women 
live in Kershaw's kitchen with the female Muffin Man and we'll have more live music from them a bit later in the programme. This is an SOS from the Trinidad. Location, seven miles off the coast of Venezuela. SOS, SOS, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Captain, you tell me what to do. 
Tell I've got my vinyl back, I wonder. Oh, it's such a luxury. And like owning all the old LPs and singles for the first time all over again. So thanks so much to those of you who contributed towards the cost of the shelving. My record collection is now your record collection here on Radio Kershaw. That was Gypsy 
from Trinidad with his 1986 masterpiece, The Sinking Ship, a metaphor for Trinidad and the political situation at that time. Back then, it was on Gypsy's LP, Natural High, released in the UK by the Soaker and Calypso label, Hot Vinyl. Now, after the demise, the acrimonious demise of Creedence Clearwater Revival in 1972, the great John Fogerty, that one-man embodiment of the best of American music and a reliable check shirt brother, released a solo album in 1973 and then another in 1975 and then there was a decade of silence until early 1985 and I can still vividly remember the excitement in the whistle test office when our copies of his new one centerfield were delivered by the record company rep would it be any good people were saying of course it bloody would brilliant in fact and well worth the 10-year wait what's more he wrote all the songs produced it himself and played all the instruments on it here's the title track oh and that labamba riff is so versatile and well behaved you can take it anywhere can't you
Taking off from center field Question on being down before the game One shot deal don't matter And the other one's the same Oh my friend I see you Want you to come through
string band music from the South Pacific Archipelago of Vanuatu. And thanks very much to listener Richard Berry for sending us that. Viatu is the name of the group and Raga the song. And the title of the CD is, I think, Nine Long One Step One. And it's a compilation of local string bands and released by the One Small Bag Theatre in Port Vila, Vanuatu. I'll tell you what, I'll put the contact details for that theatre and for getting hold of the CD on the page for this podcast on my website. And that, as ever, is andykershaw.co.uk. Van the man in the middle, could that voice really belong to anyone else? Of course not. Also kicking off from Centrefield, we heard Bulbs from his much-overlooked 1974 album, Veden Fleece. And it was John Fogarty first there with Centrefield, the title track of his 1985 LP for Warner Brothers. Now then, Andy Bell at Hudson Records in Sheffield, one of the country's leading folk labels these days, and the man who brought to public attention M.G. Boulter, has just released a new one by the Youngans from Stockton-on-Tees. Tiny Notes, it's called. And as with How Where the Lasses, the Youngans CD celebrates remarkable people. With this track, it's Jack Merritt, and the sleeve notes tell us, Jack Merritt lived and breathed fire in pursuit of a better world for all humanity. He worked for an organisation called Learning Together, which put Cambridge undergraduates alongside prison inmates to share their unique perspectives on justice. On the 29th of November 2019, he was killed, along with his colleague Saskia Jones, in the Fishmongers Hall terror attack in London. He was 25. His dad, David Merritt, wrote an incredible tribute to his son in The Guardian a week later, urging people to borrow his intelligence, share his drive, feel his passion, burn with his anger and extinguish hatred with his kindness and to walk through the door he has booted down with his black dark martins. And that's why this is called Jack Merritt's Boots. Jack Merritt wore Doc Martin boots on his tireless feet And he dressed just like his favourite pint, black and white and neat And his smile was like the morning breaking on a boundless shore And from the start his great big heart was like an open door As I came over London Bridge, all the flowers had gone but I swear I saw Jack Merritt's boots and they were marching on. Jack Merritt did a job he loved and he knew how love could heal. From a friendly glance to a second chance he knew that change is real. And as he came over London Bridge he was all that he could be. But he never knew that 25 was the oldest he would be. As I came over London Bridge, all the flowers had gone. But I swear I saw Jack Merritt's boots and they were marching on. We're not the clothes we're wearing, or the world we're born into. We're not the scars we're bearing, but the door we're walking through. I came over London Bridge like long before I'd done. My smile became the morning and my breath became a song And my heart leapt high as a waking sky above a mountain ridge Like a pair of black Doc Martin boots over London Bridge As I came over London Bridge all the flowers had gone 
But I swear I saw Jack Mennett's boots and they were marching on As I come over London Bridge and out towards the sun I will wear Jack Mennett's boots as I go marching on
I love to go on a date and spend some time with you So then I sat there reeling and looking at the ceiling Words can't express the way that I was feeling Then I thought to myself, the sure way to get her is to write another note Oh yes, a love letter When I finished the note, it was ready to pass The teacher took it and read it right in front of the class She read it word by word and line by line And everybody who was laughing was a friend of mine my girl was laughing, it was too late No need to write another note cause there would be no date The teacher looked at me and I said I know It's off to the principal's office, I go Yo, you think this is bad? Wait till I get my report card That's Young MC, Marvin Young, and Principal's Office from his 1989 masterpiece, Stone Cold Rhyming, on Island Records. The Youngans before Young MC, with Jack Merritt's Boots, the opening track, on their new one for Hudson Records, and that's called Tiny Note. Andy Bell of Hudson has asked us if we'd like the Youngans to do a kitchen session. Well, I think we can manage that, Andy. We'd love to have them, and I'll keep you all posted. Now, if you're in the Todmorden area where I live on a Sunday, you might like to know there's an excellent second-hand record store on Todmorden's outdoor Sunday market. Heightside Records, it's called, run by father and son, Stephen and Robin. Just in the last couple of weeks, and for small change, really, I've picked up some very desirable old LPs by Buck Owens, Jar Stitch, the Kentucky Colonels, and this. I'd never seen nor heard of it before. Two giants of blues and jazz, and recorded in a studio in, of all places, Copenhagen in 1963. Otis Spam on the piano, and on the guitar, the mighty Lonnie Johnson, the first man to play single note solos on the electric guitar. And this track, Swinging with Lonnie. <laughs>
Colin to say, called him a genius. So did Dr. John. In fact, Dr. John said he was the best black, gay, one-eyed, junky piano genius New Orleans ever produced. That was James Booker with a piece called So Swell When You Well, recorded in 1973. And the LP is called The Lost Paramount Tapes. And it's called that because after the recording in 1973, the tapes were lost and then rediscovered in 1992. So the album was then finally released. And Peter Everett, producer of these programmes, recommended that track. And his email to us about it says says this. It features a long and endlessly inventive piano solo woven around the simple tune, while the band has that paradoxical New Orleans knack of being very tight and very loose at the same time. Absolutely bang on that, Peter, about New Orleans music. I recently used this track to explain syncopation to an opera lover. I like the fact that Jesse Hill appears on tambourine. It's like Phil Spector playing tambourine for the Rolling Stones. Well, unfortunately, James Booker died in 1983 after years of heavy heroin and alcohol consumption. He was only 43. Now, in the last programme, you might remember, I played you the Television Personalities 1978 landmark track, Part-Time Punks, from their Where's Bill Grundy Now EP. And I told you the story of me asking my dad if he'd go into Bradley's Records in Rochdale on one of his trips into town to get me a copy of the EP. And this caused him no end of anxiety because he was a prominent local head teacher, yes. And he said to me, I can't do that. I'm well known in this town. Someone might see me. Anyway, one or two of you got in touch. John Bursko, head of catering for this programme, and uh, Martin Allen, to say that that story reminded you of this a wonderful piece recorded as part of a session they did for my Radio 3 programme back in 2002. The Barnsley poet Ian McMillan with his friends the Angel Brothers with Captain Beefheart and Mr Neil. seventies in Barnsley and you're fifteen. You get your LPs in Neil's up the arcade. He keeps a wide selection from dawn to marmalade. When it's the early seventies in Barnsley, you get your musical education from John Peel, like my mate Mark Smales, who was sent off for a Lol Coxill triple album from Virgin Mail Order. My man was Captain Beefheart. Trout mass replica, moonlight on Vermont. She's too much for my mirror. The dust blows forward and the dust blows back. It drove my parents from the room when I put it on the dance set. My mother would say, music hath charms, I don't think so. And my dad would say, put some Andy Stewart on for pity's sake. 
Then it was my birthday, and I knew what I wanted. Lick my decals off, baby. The new album by the mighty captain. I told my mother and dad. Told him me and Mark Smales had seen it in Neil's. My dad was a straight-laced Scotsman who didn't smoke, drink or swear. I can't say lick my decals off, baby, to the lassie in the shop, he said, going red and reaching for the latest Trout and Salmon magazine. My dad had an idea. He'd write it on a note. It was the day before my birthday. Neil's music shop was between a pet shop and a hardware store. The girl behind the counter was beautiful, tall and blonde. My dad passed her a note. It said, lick my decals off, baby, please. Imagine what happened next. Imagine what happened next. It was the early 70s in Barnsley. They still talk about it. Ian McMillan, back by the Angel Brothers, with a PC and Rock called Captain Beefheart and Mr. Neil. And that was from a 2002 session from the Radio 3 programme, and uh, subsequently released on the compilation album I put together called More Great Moments of Vinyl History. And that was for the RAS label, RAS as in Fish, W R A S E. Still available, as far as I know. Oh dear. Since the last programme, I'm afraid we've lost that supreme multi-instrumentalist, eccentric and ubiquitous session player, David Lindley. Mr Dave, as he called himself, could and did play every stringed instrument under the sun. The list of those with whom he collaborated is just too long to detail here, but I guess he's best known for his close friendship and musical partnership with Ry Cooder. Here is Mr Dave on this occasion with his friend Hani Nasser, the Jordanian percussionist, and their live in Tokyo playing real good CD. This track ain't no way. Ain't no way, baby 
Listener Keith Taylor suggested that one by messaging me using the contact button on the homepage of my website. And it's always nice to hear from listeners. Those messages arrive in my personal email account, so I do see them all. Anyway, Keith asked me to dig out some Ali Hassan Kuban from Egypt. And that track in particular, Habibi, meaning My Darling. And it's on Ali Hassan Kuban's album for the Piranha label of Germany called Walk Like a Nubian. One of the greatest and saddest tragedies of Hank Williams' short and tragic life and even shorter career was that very few of his concert performances were recorded. Sure, there were those recordings of him on the Grand Old Opry broadcast by WSM Radio from the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville between 1949 and 1952, the years that Hank was on there. But they were tightly scripted and suffer, I think, from that corny and folksy dialogue with the compare, which was compulsory. But now, here's a rare exception to that. It's a CD from Time Life called Hank Williams' The Lost Concerts. And these are two performances, one at Sunset Park, Pennsylvania, on July the 13th, 1952. It was an open-air concert in the afternoon. And the one from which we're going to hear now was recorded at the Capitol Theatre, Niagara Falls, in New York State, on May the 4th. 1952. One of the things that Hank says to the audience here is quite chilling. Introducing Cold Cold Heart, which you'll hear in a minute, he says, in our trade they always say, you have one song like this in a lifetime. Well, I've done had mine. I can go and die now and get it over with. Well, just seven months later, on New Year's Day 1953, and aged only 29, he was found dead in the back of his car, at a petrol station in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Those who saw him live said he was an electrifying performer and a hugely charismatic presence on stage. And here's a tune a lot of folks have asked for. It's a tune I put together a few years ago. Let's see how many of you remember it. It's called I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You. Passed you on the street And my heart fell at your feet I can't help it If I'm still in love with you Somebody else stood by your side And he looked so satisfied I can't help it if I'm still in love with you A picture from the past came slowly stealing As I brushed your arm and walked so close to you 
suddenly I got that old time feeling I can't help it if I'm still in love with you Folks really make a person feel good. Make me feel sort of like I'm sitting down in Montgomery, Alabama, with my feet on Mama's table, eating some of them, some of them black-eyed peas and them hog joes, something like that. And I trade, they always say that you have one song like this in a lifetime. Well, I done had mine. I can go die now and get it over with. So. I was lucky enough of this song to get to be number one all the way across the charts throughout America. Number one on the Lucky Strike Hit Parade, number one on the Billboard Hit Parade, all of them. I mean, folk, hillbilly, race, and pop. See how many of you remember Cold, Cold Heart, huh? I try so hard, my dear, to show that you're my every dream. Yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme. A memory from your lonesome past keeps us so far apart. Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart Another love before my time Made your heart sad and blue And so my heart is paying now For things it didn't do in anger, unkind words are said That make the teardrops start Why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart 
was a time when I believed that you belonged to me. But now I know your heart is shackled to a memory. The more I learn to care for you, the more we drift apart. Why can't I free your doubtful mind and melt your cold, cold heart? Hank Williams and a rare, genuine concert recording not mediated by some blockhead compere for once from the Capitol Theatre, Niagara Falls, New York in May 1952 and the two songs, both of which he also wrote I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You and Cold Cold Heart for a young man with only a meagre education and someone who read only comics, you know Hank was an astonishingly gifted wordsmith Okay, it's time to turn out your pockets. This podcast, its presenter and the presenter's dog, need more donations, or better still, more patrons, those people who make regular donations. Don't get me wrong, I'm hugely grateful to those of you who do support us with a few quid every time there's a new programme, but those generous folks are a tiny minority of all those thousands of them who download this podcast every time... I put a new one up there. I don't want to have to make these programmes available by subscription only, but I'm being forced to consider that as the bulk of listeners just take it for free. So, one last appeal to you. Please, if you do enjoy Radio Kershaw and you are able to donate a little each time, or a lot each time, please do so. They take a lot of work and a lot of time to put together and there are overheads involved. All I ask is a small, regular contribution, and I'll keep the access available to everyone. Huge thanks to those of you who've become patrons recently, and they are... Open's Envelope, Richard Knowles, Anthony Sheehan, 19, Robert McKenzie, 5, Tar Harrison, Ben Castell, Chris Bartlett, 500, and NN Flybrain. Thanks very much. The mechanism to make a donation or become a patron, go to the podcast pages of my website at andykershaw.co.uk, pick any of the podcast pages, click on it to open it up, scroll down towards the bottom, you'll see two little buttons. One says donate, the other one says be my patron on Podbeam. Click on one of those and take it from there. I really do appreciate your support. Thanks ever so much to those of you again who do make a contribution. We'll have more from Howe the Lasses down in the kitchen after this. From Rochester, New York, the colourblind James experience. I'm considering a move to Memphis with my hair all aglow. When I arrive in Memphis, I'm bound to meet up with someone I might know. I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis, 
I'm considering, I'm considering. I'll visit the Graceland mansion and set my face in wax, then go back to my motel room to file my income tax. I'm considering a move to Memphis, and this much I know, when I arrive in Memphis, I'll have to spend my dough. I'll walk down to Beale Street to watch the Jug Band show. I'll shake hands with Gus Cannon, he's someone I should know. I'll get myself a motel room that's not too small to see. I'll get one with a private bath on a black and white TV. Memphis isn't all that big, at least that's how I found it. Why, well, it only took an hour and a half to walk completely around it. Memphis isn't all that big, it isn't all that wide. Still, it is the kind of place where a country boy can hide. Considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering. restaurant and eat there every day and at the nearby bowling alley I'll bowl my cares away some days I'll order chicken some days I'll order fish some days I'll have piroshkis that's a Polish dish and after bowling 20 frames I'll sit and have a beer perhaps I'll meet a pretty girl who is a barmaid there I'll get a job at a steakhouse wash dishes mop floors yes I know I won't get rich Memphis is the kind of town that won't feel like a trap. Besides, I kind of like the way it sits there on the map. I'm considering a move to Memphis. That's Memphis, Tennessee. It worked for Elvis Presley. Why can't it work for me? The people in the restaurants there will all use forks and knives. They won't take decongestants, though, for fear of getting hives. I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering.
the lowly sparrow up in his lofty perch. Would you please direct me to the local Baptist church? I'll attend the Wednesday meeting and there I'll speak in tongues. I'll shout and holler praise the Lord until I nearly burst my lungs. Someday I'll return to Memphis in my own private jet. I'll remember my first visit there, that's if I don't forget. When I arrive in Memphis, I'll put a sign on the door. It's okay to disturb me. That's what I came here for. I'm considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering. That was the colorblind James experience, and I'm considering a move to Memphis. We're back down in the kitchen with Howard the Lasses, and uh, what are you doing this time, Gareth? I can't, before you do, can I just point something out? You can. Or ask you something. You don't look anywhere near old enough to be Bronwyn's dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm not saying you look like an old bugger, Ron. <laughs> Were you, were you about 11? I was, yeah. I was a child bride. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. Music keeps you young. I think that's probably yeah. the best way to yeah. say it. Curiosity yeah. as well keeps you young. Yeah. Yeah. It's there forever nosy and you won't feel old. I think mm -hmm. that's probably right. Well, then, anyway, this is... Uh... Um, we're we're going we're gonna to do a wee, a wee short piece called We Are Women, We Are Strong. It was actually in the anthem. You're not, though. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm an honorary member, should we say. That's, that's, yeah. yes. um, we like to say he's the token male. There you go, I'm the token male. That's yes. it. And it was, it was the anthem of the uh, women against pit closures in the, in the early 80s. And it started in Ashington, actually, up in the northeast. And so we're, we're very proud to sing this song. Um, not recorded yet, but quite short. Oh, right, so we, yeah. we didn't get this with the CD. No, no, we do do this at our concerts. We, we are women, we are strong, we are fighting for our lives side by side with our men who work the nation's minds, united by the struggle, united by the past, and it's here we go, here we go, for the women of the working class. We don't need government approval for anything we do. Permission to have a point of view. We don't need anyone to tell us what to think or say. We've strength enough and wisdom of our own to go our own way. We are women, we are strong, we are fighting for our lives side by side with our men who work the nation's minds, united by the struggle. United by the past, and it's here we go, here we go, for the women of the working class. They talk about statistics, about the price of coal, the prices our communities dying on the dole. In fighting for our future, we found ways to organize, where women's liberation failed to move. The strike has mobilized. We are women, we are strong, we are fighting for our lives side by side with our men who work the nation's minds, united by the struggle, united by the past. And it's here we go, here we go, 
for the women of the working class. We are women, we are strong, we are fighting for our lives side by side with our men who work the nation's minds. United by the struggle, united by the past and this here we go, here we go, for the women of the working class. Yay! Oh, that's brought the tears to the eye of an old lefty, I can tell you. Wonderful. Go on then, tell us about the next one. So the, Sheila Graber um, is just an, one of the most amazing people I think we've ever met. She um, was an, is an animator and an artist and she did, in fact she kicked off the inspiration really for this whole project because she did a little animation which is two minutes long back in the 1970s called Hawaii the Lasses and it was all about um, basically trying to raise the profile of women's issues um, and, but she's an incredibly talented artist, probably best known for being the artist that uh, drew Paddington Bear for the BBC oh, right, series. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she also single-handedly drew all of the pictures and animation for the Just So stories, Roger Kipling's Just So mm. stories, and slaved away for a year in her little living room where she lives in South Shields. And the BBC picked that up as well and broadcast it uh, right. nationally on BBC One. Very so good. an amazing lady. And uh, we wrote the song, Hadn't Met Her, and then she turned up at a gig of ours that we did in Hexham in the autumn, <laughs> and she'd never heard the song before, and we were able to sing it to her, um, which was just a wonderful experience, and she was so gracious. And uh, The BBC and Paddington ones, were they the ones narrated by Michael Horden? I think they might have been, yes, yeah. it was those ones, yes. His yeah. voice was perfect yeah. for them, wasn't it? Was, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. So, a lovely, lovely lady, and such, such talent. Um, so if you check her out online, Sheila Graber, you'll find all of her. She's still with us. She is indeed, yeah. Very good. South Shields, in her 80s now. And keen to work with us, so you might see something yeah. more come by way of animation and, uh, and music coming together. So, In fact, final thing, to our song, after the gig, she went home and put together a beautiful animation to the song, and that's actually yeah. up on our band camp site. Oh, right. You can, yes. you can watch the video there. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Sheila Graber. Frame by frame, scene by scene, tiny fragments come to me, much more than their separate parts brought to life by your skill and art. A labor of love, imagination, just so stories on your dining room table, beauty and poise, stop the motion world of wonder Labor of love, imagination. 
changes, everything leaks to watching a feline inside brought into how an elephant walks. For even with an animator's eye, you can never tell until you try. Creatures roam and Paddington plays. A labor of love, imagination, just so stories on your dining room table. Beauty and poise, stop then motion, a world of wonder in your A labor of love, imagination, just so stories on your dining room table, beauty and poise, stop them Now, I can't let you come and do a kitchen session, especially now you've settled on the name, thank goodness, of <laughs> Away the Lasses, without doing the song, Away the Lasses. Tell us about this one. Yeah, well, we felt the same, actually. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's, yeah, we, we, we didn't really have much, we thought we couldn't really get, do a project called Away the Lasses and not, and not write a song called Away the Lasses. So, Brian, you, you tell the, the story. Yeah, so um, the women's Newcastle United football team, the NUFC women, they had their first ever senior women's football game at St James's Park on the 1st of May 2022 which is crazy to think it's you know 2022 and it's their first ever one but apparently it was just amazing the atmosphere was incredible when they were had... they formed as a women's team um, representing Newcastle United directly affiliated with the club they yeah. were part of a different sort of foundation but yeah uh, which is why this has probably not happened till now as well yeah, yeah. St so James's in particular so they played this match at the, yeah. at the proper ground at the proper ground yeah. St James's right in the city centre in Newcastle and yeah. they played against Annick Town as well <laughs> and they they did do quite well against Annick I'm very sorry Annick if you're listening um, um it was yeah it was on the 1st of May um last year um, um, and they maybe expected a couple of thousand people to come, but then over 22,000 people showed wow. up. Wow! <laughs> yeah, mm. so apparently it was just an absolutely amazing atmosphere. They did so well. Um, we're just rooting for them. We're really behind them, you know, as a team anyway. And we had the absolute pleasure of playing the song for them before their second ever match as well, there just before Christmas um, at St. James's Park in the Centre Circle. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's really 20, cool. 28,000 28, 28, showed up to that yeah, game as well. Right. So, yeah. And this is, this is the fourth tier of women's football. Yeah. Um, oh, they're like in the fourth division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the equivalent yeah. of what would be the fourth tier of women's yeah. football, yeah. Uh -huh. and, and so to yeah. get that crowd was incredible. It and was. I think 
after what has happened with the women's Euros as well. And uh, we, we wrote the song never thinking really that it would be anything more than just part of our project, but yeah. we, we sent it to the club mm -hmm. and they really loved it. And uh, they yeah. sort of half adopted it as their anthem now. They, yeah. play, they play it before they, they come out for games. Game, so which we're is delighted. absolutely great. And are they still doing well? I yep, believe they're, so. They're, yeah. they're, top, they're hopefully going <laughs> they for promotion this year. Yeah. They've got um, another game coming up, haven't they? Yeah, they're playing very soon again. Kingston and, um, Park. Hey, well, listen. Thanks very much for coming over and, <laughs> yeah, uh, and playing for us. It's been it's been delightful. It really has. <laughs> and um, I wish you all the best with the the album and where the lasses thank too. Thanks. Thank, thank you very much. Let's hear the title track. <laughs>
trouble going over the A69? Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. Thank you. And lovely to meet Bert. On top of my love, it's hard to deal with a nation with different races. When every day you awoke, there are newly faces. No brotherly love, no sisterly love, for there are none. And nothing to erase from each side, however traces. Yet they talk about love, they talk about love. Yes, they talk about love, 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 sweet love. Oh.
You're right, I've been digging through the vinyl again. It's so good to have it back after 16 years of separation. That was Al Campbell and a 12-inch single I bought in the summer of 1985, I think. Talk About Love, it was called, on the Blacker Dread label. And before Al Campbell, our live guests around the kitchen table, Howe'er the Lasses and the songs in that little set, We Are Women, We Are Strong, Howe'er the Lasses, and Sheila Graber. And they've got some gigs coming up from uh, July through to October, I think, where have I put the list? 12th of July, 2023, Kirkhall Courtyard Summer Series, Kirkhall, Northumberland. 12th of August, 2023, Reed Fest near Otterburn, Northumberland. <laughs> they, they, they do travel well, don't they? Hang on. 27th and 28th of August, the Shrewsbury Folk Festival. 7th of September, the BAA Fest or Bar Fest in Bellingham, Northumberland. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the 5th of October, all the way to the Sage Gateshead. And my goodness me, the 6th of October, the Square Chapel just down the road from me in Halifax. And you can visit the website if you want, and that's just howwherethelassesalloneword.com. World Circuit Records have just put out a CD of previously unreleased Ali Farkatura recordings. Ali died, you'll remember, in March 2006. The new CD is called Voyageur, and it includes this track, on which the great man, mesmerising guitarist, and my dear pal, is duetting with his friend and fellow Malian, Umu Sangare, Sherry.
Harkaturi with Umu Sangare on that track Sherry and that's from Ali's new one previously unreleased recordings and it's called Voyager on the world circuit label of course and that's about your lot for today thanks very much as always to esteemed producer Peter Everett to Paul Gergen and Simon Broughton of Songlines magazine our media partner Marvin Ware for technical support how are the lasses for coming over to perform for us but most of all to you for listening and for your support thanks very much please donate if you can or better still become a patron remember if you keep the contributions coming my record collection is your record collection thanks a lot i'll see you next time <laughs>